0: America, my name is Amiose Frimpong and I will tell you that it's not obvious that unconditional love is trash I'm gonna get a lot of heat on this video, but I'm just right and you should listen to why because um, You know, I'm not gonna go full Marvin Gaye's dad and say like I brought you into this world and I should take you out But I do expect my children to do their jobs And if they don't do their jobs, then I have failed as a parent right so um the idea that I will love my children no matter what they do, well, that's actually how you get this, right? There's this mother group for for white women who raised awful sons. Uh, This is from the New York Times, willing to do everything. Mothers defend sons accused of sexual assault. Well, your child is a problem and I do not, and what your unconditional love and support looks like might be a problem for the public administration of justice right so in this article this mom goes on about how she's using all of her resources and all of her connections to make sure her son gets off regardless of whether he did it and that's at least a problem with me and it should be a problem with you so this idea of unconditional love is a vaguely protestant one um and i grew up catholic well kind of catholic right i went to a little bit of catholic school my dad's a little bit catholic but pretty much we had to do things like, you have to do things. It's expected that to be a person is to actually do things. You can't just do whatever and not repent, or you can't just be irresponsible and enjoy this kind of unconditioned. You have to give up things for Lent. You have to actually do things. And there are some Protestants who don't understand this. So I'm just going to read this uh, section from a great little book. Called "The Idea of Nature" by Collingwood. This book is so good. I wish someone would have recommended it to me fifteen or twenty years ago. It's it's really. I think it's it's just a wonderful little book. But anyway, so let's let's read the excerpt. Um, and he's going to describe two different kinds of love. Right. So there's love that is eros, which means a longing of what is essentially imperfect for its own perfection so right if i have eros that means i want to be better than i am which is a healthy place to be you should want to be better than you are right eros is an upward looking or aspiring love felt by that which feels itself inferior to that which it recognizes as its superior good i aspire to be something so i work toward it and that is a healthy amount of love and that's appropriate right That is explained once and for all in the classical discussion of Eros and Plato's Symposium. Now, the Christian word for love is agape, which is originally the downward-looking and condescending love felt by a superior for an inferior. It is the contentment one has in things which, though admittedly imperfect, serve very well for the purposes of their station in one's life. Right so this agape love this is the love you get in your christian churches it's the unconditional love it's the love that doesn't actually isn't conditioned on you actually being better than you feel like being you don't have to repent it's it's the love that just kind of happens and it's also trash and it'll make trash allies who don't know that they have to work they don't want to do the work. They just want to be loved for showing up and they want to love to being nice and trying hard and not actually like trying seriously. It's a fundamentally unserious variety of love and it's very, po- um, very popular in especially liberal Christian circles. And um, it's why they are useless allies, because once again, they're rather content with this imperfect world and they just want to be nice and they feel like they should get credit for just being nice. They should get credit for just being nice. You don't actually have to do anything to be good. You just have to kind of be nice and want to be good. You don't actually have to do anything. Like I said, I grew up vaguely um, Catholic and we had to actually do stuff. You have to fast for You have to actually do things. Deeds matters. What you do and what you are can't be emancipated. but. For this agape love what you do and what you are can be emancipated you can be fine as you are without actually trying to do anything better especially in a world and that means something in a world where we need actually allies who do stuff like allies who put it on the line who want just nice just want to be nice you think you should get points for just being nice i tell you this right now it's, it's a problem with my kids Because, um, you know, some other people tell them that being nice is the most important thing. And I am not nice all the time. And it's like, Dad, why don't you have to be nice? And I was like, no, actually, I don't. I have to care about your development. I have to care about your growth. And I have to, and you have to care about your development. And you have to care about your growth. And that means not being nice, not always being nice to yourself. And it's not, so my love is not going to feel like always niceness. It's going to feel, oftentimes, it's going to feel rather pushy. But it's because I care about your development and I care about your growth. And you need to care about your development and care about your growth. You cannot be content. You cannot be self-satisfied. And so when I talk to this about my kids, people are like, what are you doing? And I'm just telling you the truth. (laughs) Like, You cannot be content with things as they are. You cannot love yourself unconditionally. And you cannot love other people unconditionally. You have to do your job. You have to wake up every day, figure out your job, and then do it and get hard on yourself when you don't do your job and get hard on your friends when they don't do their job. Like there's a lot of work to be done. And this kind of trash unconditional affection um you like gets people out of thinking because if this idea is that your love is unconditional, you don't actually have to think about conditions. And um, if your so love for yourself or love for others is unconditional, you don't actually have to think about the conditions. And actually, we, should get, we need to get better about thinking about the conditions. Not conditions as they happen to be received, but actually conditions as you can conceive them and think of them and make them make sense. And are coherent, like in your world, right? So this idea that you love unconditionally is a, actually a strategy to get out of actually thinking in hard detail, what are the conditions of my worthiness? Because I can't just do anything be loved actually some people think they can do anything and be loved those people are trash (laughs) those people are bad allies um you know someday i'm going to do a video about how charity uh, i'm going to do a video about how charity is a form of vigilante justice there's not that much of a difference between batman and santa claus but i will tell you that um Unconditional love is just a form of getting out of the work of thinking about what are the appropriate, uh, the appropriate conditions for being, you know, a good human, right? So tigers don't have to think about what it means to be a tiger. They just tiger. Everything they do is tiger. Humans actually have to choose to be humane. They actually have, and they can choose to be inhumane. They, have to, they make themselves what they are by what they do right not unconditionally they have to do it right they have to think and be right in order to be humane as opposed to inhumane you know the people who love the nazis unconditionally are a problem <laughs> right um, yeah and what that love looks like right so once again this is if you just came in this is the mothers who are willing to do anything to defend their sons accused of sexual assault and not just accused the sons who did it they're willing to do anything for their sons who did it right so that's a form of unconditional love that's not exactly particularly helpful like again again i'm not on the full like marvin gay senior side where like i brought you into this world now that you are a dope fiend i'm going to take you out i'm not that far but i do expect people to behave i expect them to do their job i expect them if you want to be in a relationship with me you have to do your job Right? And what your job is something that could be worked out, and we can think about it, and like, you know, we can work it out. But you have to do your job. It's not going to be unconditional. And this idea that um, God's love is unconditional, first of all, it's not, it's only quasi biblical. There are other, like, God puts a lot of conditions on things in <laughs> um, parts of the Bible. Um, you yeah, know, I'm thinking about uh, Jonah and, and, the, and the whale, and he goes over to uh, Tarshish. And, um, you know, he's supposed to, uh, uh, Jonah's supposed to tell the people that God's going to damn them if they don't repent. And then the people repent, and then Jonah's pissed because God says, okay, well, they repented, and that's fine. And they repent, like, deep down, and that's fine. And Jonah's pissed. And I just think that's funny that um, uh, Jonah's pissed because they repented. Now, had they not repented, God would have wiped them out wiped them out. But they repented, and, and God forgave them, and Jonah's ticked. Like, why, why he He's like, well, they repented. I put conditions, and then they abided by those conditions, so like, you know, good on them. All right, so what I'm saying now is love is appropriately conditioned. Any human uh, behavior is appropriately conditioned. You just have to think through what are the appropriate conditions, right? I'm not just saying that every relationship is a market relationship where you just kind of quit the relationship. That that like you don't you wake up one day and just decide I, I got to quit this relationship. No, that's not it. No, but you have to think through what are the appropriate conditions. What are the appropriate conditions? And this uh, trying to pretend that love is unconditional, even telling you it's just a a way of getting out of responsibility. It's like I said, this liberal Christianity. Um, it's a way of getting out of responsibility. Getting a, a way of getting out of thinking through what are the appropriate conditions. Right, so And you could say, well, that's just God's love for humanity. And I'm like, no, God's love for humanity is going to be the highest form of love. So there are other forms of love. But insofar as that's the, uh, the highest form, the other forms of love are going to be seen like uh, the, being the top seed of the NIT, the best of the second best. Right. So if this is your model of the highest form of love, it's a trash model that will end up with people thinking they should get credit for being nice and not actually doing things like (laughs) you actually have responsibilities. You have responsibilities for any of us to be who we are you have to do your job and right now if you're watching this and you're thinking you know what i don't hear this very often from any other my pla- any places and i definitely don't hear it from my church thank goodness I am here you have a responsibility to go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in 5 15 or 50 dollars a month for me to keep doing what i'm doing i'm gonna get i'm gonna uh put in a uh show on wednesday that's gonna be really good it's gonna be on the importance of rhythm people don't understand um, people don't understand like, how central rhythm is, but just miss one heartbeat. <laughs> you just see how central rhythm You miss one heartbeat, all of a sudden rhythm becomes very far. No, um, but I'm going to do a, a show on rhythm on Thursday. And like, you need pretty much rhythm to be anything. There's not much you can do without rhythm. So these people who say that I don't have rhythm, what they're saying is actually rather profound and deeply disturbing. and has other implications. Um, It's not just a matter of not having rhythm. Rhythm is tied to being in a way that's not non-obvious, but I will make it obvious on Thursday. But this idea that unconditional love is, like the proper love, is a problem for justice, is a problem for the struggle for justice. Because, like I said, people are going to want credit for just showing up, just being nice, right? And there are things that are more important than being nice. I need you to do things. I need you to do scary things. And our relationship is going to be predicated on you doing your job, not just being nice. So these liberal Christianities and they're they're just not serious about the real justice work. So this is the kind of like, this is like like, you know, upper middle class white women justice. Once again are pretty much fundamentally unserious about like anything that matters. Uh, Because they think they should be loved without, like, being conditioned on doing things that matter. (laughs) So, um, I want to tell you that page from uh, The Difference Between Agape and Eros is going to be uh, page 87, 88 in Collingwood's The Idea of Nature. Great book. I mean, it's for philosophers, so you need to kind of, like, be into it but if you are like a serious thinker who's is is curious about the history of philosophy it's one of the best ones out there and i i I do think this like this notion of unconditional love gets into the feckless charity game why we have all these charities who are supposed to do good work but don't actually aren't accountable and aren't expected to actually do the work they're supposed to do and what that means for the people who actually depend on the work getting done (laughs) Right? When we expect justice to come um, by people who don't feel the responsibility. Because if if you think you should get your your claps on the back by um, unconditionally, then you don't actually feel responsible to do your job. You just think you should be um, uh, thanked for showing up and not actually doing the work. You have to do the work. And justice is going, and like my affection in our relationship is going to depend on you doing the work. If you're just slightly contented, oh well, it would be better if I did do the work, but it's okay that I don't know, you're a trash ally. And like that's going to be unacceptable. So be harder on yourself and be harder on the people around you, and then you have to support them. I'm going to support you doing the work. (laughs) You do your job, I'll do my job helping you do your job. And you better believe, yes, I do treat my kids like this. Like, they have to do their job. And my job is to help them do their job. Be there every step of the way and help them, support them, do their job. But they have to do their job. Like, you don't, there are no free rides. There are no, like, you have to do your job. You have to do your homework. You have to do your music lessons. You have to, you know, go to bed when I, like, you have to do it. And then, but like, I will help you in every way. It's my job to think about what your job is and to help you over time come to be able to give yourself your job to make you a self-determining person, right? Um, And to develop and help you develop the ability to be hard on yourself. And parents who don't take that seriously, like end up raising trash kids who are addicted to drugs and they don't even know why. Why did my kid fail to flourish? Because you weren't hard enough on them and you didn't give them enough content to understand why they should be hard on themselves. But I'm giving you the content uh, at least once a week, twice this week, Thursday, I'm going to talk about rhythm. And uh, hopefully you will actually, you know, understand that love and being is conditioned on what you do. And we need to help each other do the jobs we need to do, but but also hold each other accountable and responsible. Love isn't irresponsible, and this unconditional love is, is irresponsible and preaches irresponsibility. So just think about that, take it seriously, uh, and I think it will improve, kind of, and clarify some of the relationships you have that might be a little bit dubiously organized as is. Thank you for your time, and I will. See you on Thursday.